Are you ready for something more, better, or different? Have you been looking for more success in your life? Here is your opportunity. Dr. Young's show, Transformation for Success, will help you discover a future for change with possibility thinking, new vision, and creative solutions to impact a more fulfilling lifestyle. Dr. Barbara is an accomplished leader and change guru who is passionate about helping others to gain the triumphs and successes that lie ahead. She brings you up close and personal with interviews from successful experts, corporate leaders, sports figures, entertainment personalities, coaches, thought leaders, and authors who dare to dream, take risks, and gain success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Well, welcome all of my listeners out there. It's Transformational Tuesday, and this is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. I want to give a big shout out to all my international, national, and local listeners. I hope you're doing well and staying safe. Today, I have a guest on my show. You cannot miss the show. Call your friends. Tell them to tune in because you're going to hear the story of Julie Caraccio, who used to rely on wisdom of others, and now knows that all the answers were within her. Her transformational journey began when she enrolled in a special program that helped her to explore deep healing. She's worked to become a certified life coach, an awarding winning professional life and end of life coach, organizer, and author. Julie is passionate about supporting people in clearing clutter in all areas of their lives. And you know, it's been said that clutter often reflects life's unfinished business. So stay tuned as my guest will share creative solutions and how she found you can unclutter your life personally and professionally. You're welcome to call in the show and ask questions. You can call one 881 346-9141. We're broadcasting live, and you can listen to us on the Empowerment Business and Influencers channels. We're also now syndicated on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. You can access now all of my shows on your smart home devices. So now to my guest today, Miss Julie Caraccio. Hi, Julie. How are you? Hey, Dr. Young. I am thrilled to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, Julie, I am happy to have you on the show. I mean, look, it is not every day that we have a woman as accomplished as you are. <laughs> so I'm excited oh, because you know what? You. These are trying, challenging times. And I know that one of the things that a lot of people have been doing since we have been going through this pandemic and many are still staying at home and finding that there is clutter. But you're going to talk to us today uh, with your transformational story of how you discovered clutter in your life and how you were able to really rid yourself of clutter and become this inspiring woman who wrote, I could not believe it, (laughs) and published 10 books by the time you were age 50 and you started at 40. So, Julie, you got to share your story. So tell me how you were able to break out and clear your life of clutter. Well, it first really happened. It has been an ongoing project. And so I want to say to your listeners to remember that Rome wasn't built in a day and we have all these challenges. And so it's going to take a little bit longer. And so don't get discouraged if you feel like, oh, my gosh, like, hey, I'm 50. I'm still learning. So remember that. 
It really started with the transformational classes I took when I was living in Los Angeles, because that really got to the deeper stuff, what I would probably call spiritual and emotional clutter. And what I realized, I had to really dig deep and say, oh, and recognize that I was abused as a kid because I had hidden all that. But it was affecting me in everyday life, right? Mm -hmm. Because the unconscious affects our lives. And so when I started with these classes, I was able to clear my clutter mentally, emotionally, spiritually, energetically. And that was really the beginning of moving me on a, a mindfulness path, a spiritual path, And I'm excited to say I'm a lifelong learner on decluttering. And the more you do it, the easier it becomes. And I just continue to peel back layer after layer after layer. And I want to tell people, if I can do it, you can too. I think that's wonderful. And, you know, one of the things that you share, which so many uh, have in common, is that things that have happened in your past were just hidden and really, uh, it's really something to try to bring that to surface. So how do, how do you define uh, uh, personal clutter or just clutter in general? Uh, how, I'm sorry, how do we declutter? Is that, how, was that the question? How do you define clutter in general, just clutter in general? Because we hear that word all the time, but it has various aspects that, that you have shared. So how do you define it if you had to define clutter? I define it a little bit differently than most people. For me, clutter is anything that Mm -hmm. prevents you from creating the life you choose, deserve, and desire. Okay. So now you talk about clutter in different aspects because there's personal clutter. There, do you think? And there's professional clutter. There's spiritual clutter, and there's physical clutter. So I want you to sort of share uh, your your thoughts on number one, professional clutter. What would you what would you ascribe some of the characteristics or some of the strategies to even get out of that professional clutter? Well one of the big things I would look at is what are your relationships in your professional life? Do you get along with well with everyone or you may be intimidated by someone or is there someone you don't have good boundaries with that they say, hey Julie you know, can you do this for me? I've got something to do this weekend. And then they dump something on you Friday afternoon and expect you to do that. So one of the solutions would would be to create strong boundaries to say, you know what, it's okay to say no. I think so many times we are conditioned to not being able to say no, especially for women. And so that's Uh a big thing that I found, being able to have boundaries at work. And then, you know, one thing that I think is really important is honoring yourself and I'm a small business owner, and one of the things I've had to get comfortable with is firing clients. Now, that might be too harsh of a word, but mm-hmm. if you're not mm-hmm. gelling with someone, if someone's causing you stress, it's okay to say, you know what, I'm not good for you, we're not a good fit, and move forward. Did those make sense? It makes great sense. Now, Julie, I have another question, because since we're dealing with a whole different way that we're going to be doing business, how do you think this will relate to um clearing up the clutter and you have a professional relationship, the professional relationship is that you're virtual now because so many people are going to be working from home and doing their businesses from home. How do you think this will play out as it relates to clutter? Oh, I agree. 
Well, one, I agree with you a thousand percent. I have stopped when since March seeing people in person because I thought, I don't know if I've got anything and I want to be very careful about that. So I think we're definitely moving in that direction. And so it's even more important because mm-hmm. even if you're not in person, you are going to feel the energy of the person. You are going to see them. And so one, it's important, obviously, to not to have the physical office clutter, right? Because if you're online right. with someone and you don't want mm-hmm. them distracted with all your physical stuff. So I think that's really important. And I think that you have to be a little more sharp and you need to clear your mental clutter because you have to be a little more focused. You might not be picking up on cues as you would be in person. So I think that those are a couple things that people are going to need to clear clutter moving forward. You know, something else just struck me and it, it occurred to me, you know, when we start thinking about, thinking about, you know, digital world, professional clutter, um, something came to my mind, Julie, and I don't know if this has hit you or not, but it, it's often how you present yourself physically on the digital, you know, platforms. And I notice a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, are not dressing professional, uh, and maybe that might have some impact in terms of how to create uh, relationships for how you look. Uh, you're not in your bathrobe coming, you know, to be online with a customer that can visually see you. So what are your thoughts on that? I just threw that out. I there agree it just I'm wearing lipstick right now. You can't see <laughs> it. You hopefully will believe me. I'm smiling because that's one of the things that I've gotten to have it like big smile because I want you to hear that in my voice. And so I think right. especially if you don't have video. Yeah. You right. want to dress the part. I mean, I've, you've kind of had a chuckle at when you've seen pictures of people naked or the reporter that just had on his boxer shorts. It's dress the entire look. Now, hey, if you normally wear pantyhose, I would say let that go. But dress as if you were there in person and put on your makeup, comb your hair, do all that because people can feel that. Well, the reason why I brought that up is because uh, one of the things I, I know and from reading some of your self like clutter, um, clearing even if it's, you know, the professional life and what you're doing, it works because it frees up that energy and creates a space mm-hmm. for new and better things to come. So, like you, I'm, I'm so really uh, challenged by new opportunities for all of us. And so, I'm, that's why I'm so happy to have you on the show today to talk about clutter because I think it's a long process. As you mentioned, it is something that doesn't happen overnight, but we take steps. So, I want to get your, your thoughts on the physical clutter, and what do you mean by physical clutter? Because that, that's another area. So we talked about professional. Now, how about the physical clutter? Well, that's anything that you have in your house. And where, one okay. is, I'm going to talk about a couple of ways where people tend to get stuck. And one is on memories. Mm-hmm. Right, because they think, oh, oh that the, maybe it's the sweater <laughs> you had when you first met your spouse, or maybe it is the book that they gave you on Christmas, but you no longer fit in the sweater, we no longer use it. And people sometimes make the mistake of infusing the object with memories. And so what I say to that, remember, the memories are in your head and your heart. And so if mm-hmm. you are overwhelmed with things, try to see if you can donate it. If you're challenged, what I always like to tell people is take a picture of it. And then you can keep it on a folder on your computer. And so if you get that urge to look at it, you can do that. Or get a digital photo uh, photo frame where you can upload a bunch of pictures and have that to look at. We get mixed up and we tend to hold on to these things. I had a client that had a basement full of her parents' stuff and in 20 years hadn't looked at it. But oh she my felt God. guilt. 
she felt guilt. Oh. What I said to her is, I said, do you think your parents now that they're on to the next great adventure want you to feel guilty? And she said, no. And then I said, then let it go. It obviously wasn't important to you. So if it's been in storage for a couple of years or it's in your basement, and you haven't looked at it, that tells me it's not important to you. So remember, decluttering is about making decisions and prioritizing. Mm-hmm. If you're mm-hmm. clear on what you want to bring into your life, it's going to support you in clearing your physical clutter. I love the idea of, of, of memories, yeah, they're heart memories, and that you can take a picture and, and make a picture folder. Uh, that is wonderful to take a picture uh, to capture your memories rather, and then donate the sweater or donate whatever it is. That's great. Thank you for that. <laughs> that kind of helps me. You're welcome. I think, I think during this pandemic um, and, and with the quarantine, that many people have started to look at some of that physical clutter and say, you know, it's got to go. But good idea for taking a picture of what you may have to let go. Now, Share your thoughts on, because I know you talk about spiritual clutter. Now, that's a deep one for me. That's a deep one. So mm-hmm. share your thoughts, uh, Julie, on the spiritual clutter. Because, you know, we can maybe have that spiritual clutter and not realize we have it. Absolutely. To me, I would agree with you. Spiritual clutter is probably the deepest and what I believe mm-hmm. is the most significant. And I just want to share a thought before I delve into that. Right. Whatever is reflected on the outside, so your physical clutter is a reflection of what's going on inside, whether it's mental, emotional, or spiritual. So as you clear your spiritual clutter, that's going to support you in being able to let go of physical clutter. So some examples of spiritual clutter for me would be not being able to forgive. How much Thanks. energy are we, do we have behind uh, not being able to forgive someone? That's a big one. And that's yeah, and I mean, one. and it's challenging, and it's a process. It's like I said at the beginning, it's a process. But to me, that would be one example of spiritual clutter. Another would be not having gratitude. How many times, you know, what I've said to people during this thing, is it hard on many of us? Yes, but what do you have to be grateful for? If you're complaining, oh, I'm stuck in the house, well, someone might not be a, have a house to be stuck in. That's right. So it's about That's shifting so right. that perspective. Because gratitude, in my view, clears clutter in all areas of your life. If you have a lot of gratitude, you can say, oh, I have enough stuff. I can let the physical clutter go. Because remember, and if you, it can help you in releasing mental clutter. So you can't be like, oh, this person has more than me when you're in gratitude because you can't hold mm-hmm. two opposing mm-hmm. thoughts at once. So I think forgiveness is a great example of a big one that many of us need to work on. And then having daily gratitude is another example of spiritual clutter. Right, right. What about um, the fact, the mental part of it? Because the, when I think of the spiritual clutter, they're also, it's like changing your mindset from positive to negative. Mm-hmm. Does that, is that one of your, uh, in the spiritual realm? <clears throat> oh, absolutely. And I think there's a lot of overlap, too, and a lot of connection, mm-hmm. which I think is a mm-hmm. good thing. But absolutely. One of the things I do when I wake up each morning is set the intention. What kind of day do I want to have? You know what? It's going to be a great day today. And, yes. you know, even if it's a not so perfect day, that mindset and that having gratitude and saying, you know what, this is how I'm going to start my day really carries me through no matter what happens. And that's something it doesn't cost a dime. You wake up and you say, this is my intention for the day. And you know what? The more you do that, 
it becomes automatic. Remember, everything is energy, whether you believe that from a physics perspective or a spiritual perspective. So you are setting the energy in motion when you set the intention for the day. One of the things that I got out of that just before we go on break, uh, forgiveness uh, is one because it forgiveness really sparks energy and gratitude, daily gratitude and being positive uh, about what you have. The other thing you said was set the intention. Uh, I kind of equate it and put that into speaking because when you set the intention, it's speaking it uh, because speaking it, mm-hmm. words have power and it does set the intention when you say, this is going to be a great day. I'm going to be glad and happy and I'm going to rejoice in it. So I just sort of added that because I know. No, that's one of your um, decluttering uh, <laughs> activities. I love that. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that, Julie. We're going to talk about, um, is there a difference between the spiritual and the personal clutter um, when you talk about personal clutter? Is there a big difference between the spiritual and the personal? And maybe you can give me one example before we go on break. I truthfully don't believe that there is a big difference because everything we do is personal. Okay. Okay. So I was, I was thinking along the lines of the emotional, when we think about personal clutter, how many people bring their emotions to work or bring that emotion, which is energy? And we're going to talk a little bit about that, but we're going to take a break right now. Julie, I'm so excited. We've got a lot more to share. So listeners, be right back because we've got a lot more to talk with Julie about what sparked her to start a business at age 40. We'll be right back and thank you for listening. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Things Worth Considering, featuring host Gord Riddell, is a program that's all about connections. The connections we make with our families, our workplaces, friends, and others around us. It's also about connections to ourself, spirit, feelings, and stories. Let us connect with you each week to explore what we are and what we can be moving forward. We can overcome the obstacles that stand in our way. Things Worth Considering airs live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency Podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back to my interview with Ms. Julie Corazio today, who's sharing how clearing your clutter can support you in transforming your life. So, Julie, before we went on break, we were talking about 
uh, personal clutter. And I wanted you just to elaborate uh, on the personal clutter, because I do think there are some distinctions between that and spiritual clutter. So share uh, some of your viewpoints on that. Well, that can be what most people might consider emotional baggage, right? Because if Mm -hmm. you haven't cleared your emotional clutter, what are you bringing into a relationship? Now, let's just keep it real. Most of us have baggage, but are you carrying uh, several suitcases or do you have a small (laughs) carry-on? That's what's important in that. So it might be bringing the past into the present. The past is gone. Trust me, as hard as I've tried to change it, I've never been able to. So if you bring past relationships and that emotional Mm -hmm. baggage, jealousy, you know what? I think one of the negative things about social media has been how it's increased jealousy. And they've done studies that if you do a lot, if you watch a lot on Facebook, you tend to be jealous more. And you have to remember, obviously, that a lot of this is is not real and people are creating what they want you to see. But jealousy is a huge one. And instead of celebrating someone's success, you get upset. So I always look at jealousy as being an opportunity to heal. What wound Mm -hmm. within do I need to heal? And then Mm -hmm. then if you're jealous... Say, okay, I'm going to say, hey, Sarah, great job. Congratulations on your success. And if you're jealous of Sarah's success, okay, well, then I'm going to sit down and write one chapter today. Or I'm going to sit down and write 15 minutes because I have a book in me and I want to publish like Sarah. So just as one example. But jealousy can definitely be huge. That is huge. And thank you so much for sharing that because I do know that many of your listeners and some of you out there know you're carrying a little bit of that emotional baggage and it does spill over into other relationships and jealousy is a big one. So thank you so much for that. Um, One of the things that I I was intrigued about your story is that when you were, you know, began to start a business or had the idea of starting a business at age 40, did you, Julie, have naysayers or people who said, what are you doing at age 40 starting a business? Did you have people that really kind of were naysayers about your venturing to start a business at 40? Absolutely. And I was going to say I gave them a little prep work because I'd been living in Los <laughs> Angeles and moved to North Carolina where I didn't know anyone and they thought I was nuts then. So I think by the time this happened, they'd still express their opinions. And, you know, that's the time when you have to dig deep. And you know, you know what? I have naysayers. Let me go find my group of people that are going to support me. And this feels right. This feels good to me. And I'm going to move forward no matter what people say. Well, had you gone through your, uh, possibly, I think you had gone through your deep uh, inner healing and getting some of this clutter, uh, the personal and the spiritual and this clutter out of the way. Would you say that you had done your homework first to get to that point? Oh, yeah. So it was really, I did an intensive 13-month program and kind of I've gotten into this pattern. Like I worked really extensively with someone for a couple years, took a break, did another four years with someone else. And I'm, I'm currently doing things a little bit differently and going in a different direction. But it's, I'm studying plant medicine. But I have to tell you, I've been blown away with the healing aspects of that. So oh, it's, wow. it's, like I said, it's onions and peeling back the layer. So it's hopefully something I'm I'm going to be doing my entire life. But the more I do that, the more I heal and the better I am. One, it shares as an example to someone say, hey, she healed herself. I can do it too. And the better it makes me to serve others. Well, you know, I'm so glad you mentioned that because um, 
I wanted to get your thoughts on um, encouraging uh, women and men who sometimes have a reticence about entering programs uh, that can help them or working with people uh, in a mentorship program or some programs that will expand their consciousness on that. So to my listeners out there who may say, oh, uh, I don't believe in me going and sharing with somebody else, uh, what would you say to them? Because you found your way by seeking other people to help you. Oh, a thousand percent. And what I would say is you have to get to that point where you, you might not, you just, you're stuck. You're unhappy in your life. Things aren't going the way you want. And you're just like, I know something's off, but I don't know what that is. And I need help. So I think one of the challenges, especially in America, is we have this rugged individualism and we're supposed to go it alone. And that's, I don't buy that. That's not true. It takes vulnerability. It takes courage to ask for help. It takes courage Mm -hmm. to open Mm -hmm. yourself up. So I would say to someone listening, don't see it as something that's negative. See it as a positive and you will be amazed once you start working, you're going to think, oh my gosh, how come I spend all that time not seeking help? And it's not a sign Mm -hmm. of weakness. It's a sign of courage and, and, and empowering. Well, you know, when I when I looked at your uh, reviewed your story, and really, really want to applaud you for doing to help Julie, so that you can be that person to other people today. That you took a course for two years, um, and then you then after another four years, so that's like a total of six years, and then you were enrolled now, where you're still. So that's like seven years of working on Julie. Uh, which, you know, a lot of, you know, the thing is, uh, I guess, Julie, that I want to emphasize is that you matter <laughs> personally. Mm-hmm. You matter and, and you will be the result of what you input into you. And so, <laughs> and so the metaphor that you used was that you were spending time to clear up the clutter. Because when you clear up the mm-hmm. clutter, I'm using your words, you can choose, you can create the life you choose, deserve and desire. So that lets me segue into now you have done all this studying and you are now in business and what sparked you to all of a sudden you're self-publishing <laughs> 10 books by the time you're 50? What were you trying to say to the readers? <laughs> well, one, I wanted the, I have of the 10 books, eight are journal prompt books, and the one is Clear Clutter Inside and Out, and it's a little more hand-holding, a little more in-depth. I think the overall message I was wanted to say is that you can change. You can create the life you desire. And I'd always wanted to write, and it was about setting a goal and proving it to myself. And I want to live in a world where we're all sharing our gifts. I want to live in a world where people wake up and are passionate and excited to start the day. And so that is my hope that people understand, you know what, I can clear my clutter too. I can do this. Because you know what, not everyone can afford to do a program. And I get that. And throughout the life, my life, I've had some free, I've had some not Uh free, but a book Uh is something that most people can afford to get. And if they're willing to do the work, the material's there for them. But it's my hope that as we, because remember everything being energy. So as you heal yourself, Dr. Young, you're healing the world, you're healing me. Mm-hmm. And so because mm-hmm. we're all interconnected, the more healing work that each of us th- does, it raises the vibration and the consciousness of everyone. 
Well, you know, again, I want to applaud you for doing this. You did uh, eight journals, and then you did clear your book, which I I love, Clearing the Clutter in Your Life. I just absolutely, inside and out, I love it, because you can't just clear up the clutter outside. you got to work with that inside. Julie, you know, there's a question, too, as I go back, and I'm sorry if I'm backtracking a bit, but you've had such an interesting life. You moved from Los Angeles to, uh, was it Cleveland? Did I get the right state? North Carolina. To, to Raleigh. North Carolina. North Carolina. North Car- yeah. yeah. And so, did you know anybody in North Carolina? Or, you know, I'm sort of backtracking a bit because that's quite a big change that you moved from, you know, Los Angeles, large city, to Raleigh, North Carolina, which I've been there, smaller town. Did you know anybody? Or you just made that decision without knowing anybody there? Didn't know a soul, but that was one of the. <laughs> Talking about listening to the the wisdom within, I literally woke up one day and heard move to Raleigh. And I was like, okay, it was so strong. I knew not to have a discussion, not to poo-poo it away. It's like, all right, well, I guess I should do some research. And probably it took me because I was living somewhere and had to get my house on the market. And in a few months, uh, three, four months, and... And I just moved, but I ended up meeting my husband here. I ended up starting my business. So there were lots of, of wonderful lots, things about it. But yes, really honoring that inner wisdom. And, you know, I have to applaud you for that because I wonder, have you met uh, some of your clients and people who didn't maybe listen to that inner wisdom and as a result missed an opportunity? Because had you not, you would have missed the opportunity of a business, a husband, and a whole new life and new friends. I, I just want to uh, I just had to go back to that because that takes oh, a lot Oh, yeah, of no, I appreciate it. I think that's important that you ask, and I appreciate it. Oh, gosh, yeah. And, and one of the things I say is, you know, don't kick yourself now, but what can we do for the future? What can we do moving forward that you will listen to that inner guidance and honor that because it's so important. I had a client that probably missed out on a quarter of a million dollars. They had an opportunity to do something got scared, procrastinated on it, and the opportunity went and by. Now, I don't know about you, Dr. Young, but I'd be excited for a quarter million dollars. I'd be, woohoo! What happened is that basically I applaud you because you took the courage to, to move to Raleigh, but you listened to that inner voice, more importantly. So for listeners out there, we're going through some times now where it's about time to sort of listen to the inner voices, to make some changes. And that's what the show is about. It's about transforming your lives. And Julie, uh, I just had to ask you that question because it was like, wow, she took a big leap of faith to move to a, a, a place she doesn't know anything about. But basically, you have done a tremendous job of helping others. And I always believe that you help yourself first before you can help anybody else. You can't uh, give what you don't have. So you got to fill your cup before you can be able to fill somebody else's cup. I have a question too. Uh, out of all the books that you've written, um, what has been your favorite and why? Uh, you're, you don't want me to choose favorites among, among my children, do you? <laughs> I would have to say probably I'm going to choose one from each. So I'd say the the favorite is the clear your clutter inside and out because that's 21 chapters of clearing clutter in all areas because that took an, a tremendous amount of of just getting it down and doing it. And I'm horrible at grammar. I'm a really creative writer, but my grammar stinks. So it had to be edited and for clarity and grammar and all that stuff. So that I think just because of the sheer 
heft of that. And then I would say spiritual for the journal prompts because that is such a big part of people's lives. And I think it sometimes doesn't get the, the attention that it needs. So if I had to choose, I would choose those two. Okay, well, the 365 journal prompts, it's a series of eight uh, that include the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, but you also talk about holiday clutter. <laughs> and um, those are three compilation volumes. So I just got to backtrack a little bit. What do you mean by holiday clutter? I mean, uh, when, you, when you address holiday clutter. Well, you know, the holidays aren't great for everyone. You know, I was single for a long time. And, you know, Mm -hmm. an example of my holiday clutter is my mom, you know, are you dating anyone? When are you going to get married? And, and, you know, and wanting to scream. And I'm grateful I have a younger brother that's very funny and could run interference. But it's, you know, that was just one example of getting my Zen on and not getting angry Mm -hmm. and being like, okay, Mm -hmm. well, why are you upset? Because what we do is about us. How others respond is about them, but we have to own everything. Or Mm -hmm. if you go into debt every holiday season, trying to keep up with the Joneses, or you're trying to give your kids something, how other, in what other ways can you fulfill them or yourself? So it's kind of, it's looking at all of that stuff within the lens of the holidays, because they can be really stressful times for us. And a little bit of different issues, like buying a bunch of stuff at once, for instance, that you might not do in June, say. Yes. I, I'm thinking about holiday clutter, and that brings back some memories <laughs> of when I was very impoverished with two children and thinking about holidays. Yes, indeedy. Um, now, one of the things that uh, I was intrigued about, too, and thank you so much for answering that, because I think we sometimes forget about holidays and how difficult they can be. They're not always happy times. My question, too, Julie, how difficult... Was it for you to stay on task and, you know, given all the things that you'd gone through and mentoring and people who are helping you and now you, you know, you've cleared out your clutter, did you ever backslide or fall back to some of the old ways? Oh, all the time throughout the process. Because I look at life as being a spiral. Uh-huh. I, it's not a straight, I used to think forever it was this straight line and I had this destination. I didn't know what the destination was, but it was out there. And so to me, life's more like a spiral. Of course, I'm going to backtrack and that okay. that's to be expected. But the difference is I keep with it. If I okay. have a bad day, I say, okay, it's all good. I've had a moment. Let's bring it back to the present because the present is your point of power to change and then move forward and one foot in front of the other and, and keep with it. Okay, I'm sure my listeners benefited from that because sometimes, you know, they'll think, oh, it's so difficult. I don't think I can ever do that. And, you know, falling back to always, sometimes the always seems the easiest way. So thank you so much mm-hmm. for sharing that. This has been uh, really, really great. I have a, another question that I'm going to ask you, and hopefully I don't have, I have time before we go on a quick break. But... Um, This is an interesting question, um, and that is, you've had a lot of clients that you've worked with, I know, in helping them to declutter their lives and clear, you know, inside and out. Did you ever get impatient with some of your clients because they take a long time or take a long time with the process to complete it? (laughs) That's just an intriguing question I had. (laughs) Oh, that's a, that's, I've never been asked that. I wouldn't say impatient, I would uh-huh. say I think I'd be more sad 
when I would see a client that Mm -hmm. just wasn't ready to make the change, no judgment in it, but I'm like, come on, you're awesome. You've got all these great Mm -hmm. gifts and it, and it makes me sad when people either don't realize it or they're not willing to put the work in. And again, no judgment. We are where we are. We're on our life right. path, but, but it can be challenging in that regard. Right. Well, I just ask, because it is a natural question when you have a lot of people and you're trying to help them to transform and change and you've been able to do it. And sometimes there's not that remarkable progress that, that you anticipate and expect. So I really thank you for answering that question. Oh, that's so great. Oh, gosh, do you know we got to take another break? I can't believe it. So, Julie, we'll be right back. And listeners, we'll be right back with my guest, Julie Coracio. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, Julie Coracio. Okay. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red's. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. We hear just be you a lot these days. But who are you? What is an authentic life? The answer to these questions and more will be answered on The Authentic Living Show, hosted by Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of today's spiritual, psychological experts and will provide her own wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your I am. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're on Alexa Smart Speakers and Connected Devices. Hey, Alexa. Play Being Here Podcasts on Apple Podcasts. Try it now. (laughs) Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back today with my guest, Miss Julie Caraccio, who's an award-winning professional life and end-of-life organizer and author. So, we are back with Clearing Your Clutter Inside and Out. I have another interesting question for you, Julie. <clears throat> what has been your most remarkable progress with a client or clients, period? Oh, wow. Well, you know... <laughs> I think that I'm trying to go through my brain index. I I would just say I'd like to separate that into two questions. And my first thought is remember that, you know, it's a thousand, each journey begins with one step. And so it's important. Anything you do, you can build on that. I think Mm -hmm. when anytime someone has an aha moment, that really makes Mm -hmm. me excited. And so for instance, 
I had a client and she had a stack of papers, probably about three feet tall. And I said, okay, what's going on with this? And she said, oh, those are clippings that I'm going to send to people. And I said, well, how long do you have these clippings that you're going to send? She said, oh, about three or four years. So as we talked and she started, because remember, I just hold the space for people to bring up their own wisdom. She made the connection. She said, I send people items because I'm afraid if I don't, that they won't love me anymore. And as soon as she had that aha moment, we put the entire stack within right in the recycling bin. And so that might seem simple. I'm putting that in quotes on one hand, but on the other hand, it's huge because she had that realization and then that can be taken deeper, but I'm loved. I know my people love me. You know, she didn't need, uh, keeping in touch with people and sending them clippings from the newspaper as a way to verify that. Mm -hmm. I think one of the other favorite stories I have is I had a client fairly newlyweds and they had so much clutter. They couldn't eat at the dining room table. And it, and it, Again, it might seem simple, but that was really affecting their relationship, not being able to come together at dinner. And so that was the first project we worked on. And and she was one of my first clients, and I'm still in touch with her. But having the gratitude and hearing, you know what, my marriage is doing better, my life feels better, and, you know, potentially, you know, having a marriage that might have gone into divorce, not. And so I think that those were just off the top of my head, two really impactful clients that I've had. I think those are great. Have you, have you um, uh, had a couple that you've worked with where one was a clutterer and the other was not <laughs> in terms of, Oh yeah. It been, okay. Oh yeah. Because if you think about it, if yes. they're both don't have clutter, they're not going to hire me. And if they both have clutter, they definitely don't want to hire me, but it's when people have a difference on the clutter coin that they call me. Okay. And I thought about that, you know, uh, having somebody, when you said that they couldn't have dinner because it was always, you know, a challenge. I thought about that Mm -hmm. because people bring different things into the relationship. And we talked about some Mm -hmm. of the examples uh, you shared earlier are some emotional things that are hidden that people bring to the relationship. One of the questions I have for you is what is your definition of success? Um, Julia, what's your success is a fulfilled fulfilled life. When you wake up most days, are you happy and fulfilled? Now, not every day because life happens. And even Mm -hmm. those of us that are Zen are going to have challenging days. But to me, that for me personally, it's, and I think that it's, it's defined differently by everyone. I think it's really individualized, but I'm in a happy marriage. I'm a good cat mom. I've, made the goal of writing my books. And, and again, in general, I'm happy and fulfilled the majority of my life. And so that to me is, a, is the biggest marker for success. Well, thank you so much. You know, Julia, I, I really thank you for this uh, definition of success and, and some of your thoughts today on clutter, because I don't realize, I think many people don't realize that clearing the clutter out of your life is life-changing. And I'm not sure they think of it as clutter. Maybe they think of it in some other ways to express it. But it definitely works because it has freed up energy for you and it's created a space for you to create a new and better life and have opportunities, more opportunities to come into your life. So I think it's the most effective way to get things moving again. And what do we need now all over the globe? We need to get 
things moving again because some people are feeling stuck. If you had an option, Julie, to place a billboard in a certain space, what would it say and where would you place it? Oh, it would have to be physically outside. It could be anywhere you want to place it. It's your billboard. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Good, good, good. I would say, sadly, I would place it on social media, probably Facebook and Instagram, because that gets a lot of traction. And I, this is what my billboard would say. It would say, you are good enough, you are worthy enough, and you are loved. Because I think that the majority, if not all, of our clutter stems from not feeling good enough, worthy, or loved. And that's so not true. Because if you felt good enough, you wouldn't have to buy a bunch of stuff to compete with someone else. If you saw yourself as worthy, you wouldn't be jealous of people. If you knew you were loved, you could forgive. And so for me, that's kind of the core of it all. So I would just, that was is what my billboard would say. And I would put it all across social media for people to see, because unfortunately I think they're in social media a little bit more than they are outside. You're right. And in today's climate environment, you're so true. And I'm going to quote that for my listeners, Julie Caraccio. You are good enough. You are worthy enough. You are loved enough. Thank you so much, Judy, for the, Julie, for those final words of a billboard that you'd place on social media and Facebook, Instagram. So I, and I know, listeners, you have benefited today from learning that clutter can prevent you from creating the life you choose. And Julie, I appreciate you've given some steps and strategies and made the distinctions between mental, emotional, professional, even holiday clutter and spiritual clutter. So listeners, I want to thank you, Julie, for being on the show again today. You've been such an inspiration. And I want to wish you all the best as you continue to help people declutter their lives. (laughs) So listeners, wherever you you are, And whatever you're doing, there's hope. And as Julie says, you are loved enough. You are worthy enough. You are good enough. And you, too, can declutter your life one day at a time. Now, you can contact Julie at reawakenyourbrilliance.com if you'd like to get her book, which I would advise you to get that clutter, decluttering your life, and Again, that's Julie, reawakenyourbrilliance.com. So my thought for you today as I leave you is clutter often reflects life's unfinished business. When you clear away the clutter, you're allowing yourself to take bigger, more creative risk because you're no longer steeped in the problems of the past. Remember, transformation is one step at a time. So this is Dr. Young, again, thanking my guest, Julie Caraccio, for being on the show today. Until next Tuesday, with my guest, Mr. Tom Kieran, an amazing man I met who also has an incredible story, who decided to leave the old Tom behind. You want to hear his incredible story of how he became something more. So until next week, again, Julie, thank you so much and have a very, very blessed day.
and be safe because we're all in this together. So this is Dr. B signing off until next week. And Julia, Art, do you have a last word you'd like to say? Go out, clear the cutter to create the life you choose, deserve, and desire. Thank you so much, Julie. And listeners, stay tuned. We'll be back next week with another great show. We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 12 noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Or join us for replays of the show weekly on the Voice America Business Channel and the Voice America Influencers Channel. Until our next show, have an outstanding week.